You're listening to the Art of Play podcast. Here we are talking about the research of fun, talking to people who are playful, and inviting you to find creative ways to stay curious and developing your best human self. Hey, we have made it through two full weeks of 2021. Congratulations, you are still standing. If you missed last week's episode or even if you are feeling a little bit down and out about the way the year is going so far, I want you to go back and listen to episode 41 first before you listen to this. It's a little bit of a pep talk about the beginning of the year and how, well, it feels like a new beginning. It's still a continuation of your own journey. So you are, you're doing great. Um, I... I feel like we're all aching for a little bit of a change from the last 12 months. And if it feels to me more like people were waiting on 2021 to develop into a miracle year. And it is in so many ways, uh, but there are shifts and changes and developments and, and all of that is good, but it may not feel like the flip snap change you were hoping for. So Remember that we do live in a world of, you know, instantaneous is much better than incremental and a flash in the pan stardom is better than just being perpetually average. But I feel as though the the change, the difference we wanted, um, you know, that we wanted a while ago, we wanted it yesterday, we wanted it happen before, it's coming and it's coming in its own timing and and while I'm not here to turn back time and solve problems but I am here to share the fact that we are all continually developing in one way or another so if we are focused on the negative we are again continually developing ourselves to focus on the negative and um we do have the freedom to develop towards, let's say, a goal of our making or towards an outcome that maybe we will dislike more, but we are continually developing ourselves um, in in various ways and we can kind of grade for ourselves whether that's good or bad. Um, I want to share some short snippets of some thoughts I recorded from some really wonderful people that I admire and who volunteered their time to to submit to an interview. And I did 15 lightning round interviews just before the beginning of the year. And then I compiled them all for you to hear what a cross-section of people sound like in their hopes and their dreams and attitudes toward the new year. So I asked a series of five questions and then I edited down the snippets into quick little chunks. So I have about 110 sound bites for you, which sounds like a lot, but really amounts to about 10 minutes of time if I really stretch it out. And I asked them about joy and enjoyment and what they wanted to get back to, what they were looking forward to, and what gives them the confidence to move forward. And and then I really did ask them to pin down some hopes for 2021. And what is striking to me is how similar the answers were, but also how simple. It's not, nobody's reaching for the huge efforts Um, And it doesn't take a big move the mountain miracle. It simply takes a little bit of time, effort, and and a big one is connection. So here um, here are some of the questions and you answer for yourself as these lovely people give me their answers. So the first question was, what brings you joy? Definitely 
enjoying my kids' lives as well as um, playing with both kids and adults, honestly. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun watching my kids grow up, though. So that's probably one of my biggest enjoyments. Um, well, I guess the one that surprises me the most is that I find a lot of joy in giving my kids opportunities. Spending time with family members and hanging out with friends. Uh, things that don't involve work work. So working in like the yard, house projects, playing with kids, um, movies with friends, fire pit stuff, you know, anything that doesn't involve work. <laughs> I find a lot of joy in baking and being creative sewing or crocheting or just home improvement find joy in like making other people smile or sharing the things that I love with others playing outside um, and playing with friends I love um, putting smiles on people's face probably the most joy that I have is when I'm skiing and pretty much anything outdoors that I really like to like run or trail run or We'll go camping or whatever it is and then also just like connecting with people i feel like i'm a pretty i'm kind of like a loner in a lot of ways i don't like need a ton of friends but i like just like a good conversation i find the most joy in being with my family and my friends anytime i'm in the mountains or outside i love to ski and run and include people and in, you know like i love to have people over hang out and talk or play games. It's probably my favorite thing. So I like to sew, which sounds silly, but it's like my relaxation. That's what I like to do. When I just want something fun, it just makes me feel good, I can sew. Um, I find joy in exercise and playing sports and in finding, helping my children find joy. Long walks in the mountains uh, using the gift of time well I'm spending time with my kids and spending time with my spending time with family in general brings me a lot of joy to discover new cultures and meet new people and kind of be in situations where you kind of rely on other people more so I think that's what I would say is travel the follow-up question to that was, um, do you have a hard time with enjoyment? And then I wanted them to tell me why in one word. And I wanted to point out that I feel as though as adults, we have a hard time connecting to what truly brings us that deep down joy and how quickly we can tap into that. So I wanted to just point out how quickly a lot of people came up with these answers. So I feel like it can be pretty spontaneous. So I would say don't really struggle with it. Um, but I feel like the opposite, like if I'm in a situation I don't want to be in or bored at work, then I definitely daydream. Say so yes. And I think it's because of guilt. I don't have a hard time feeling connected to enjoyment. Um, and I think the why in one word would be prosaic. Yes, um, and because of responsibility. So yes and no, and stress would be the reason. 
I feel connected to enjoyment a lot, but there are some times where I feel like I have to work towards it. Yes, I do. Um, probably that one word would be guilt. No. I do on occasion. Um, I, I really fight to be present in those moments. Um, and so it's not necessarily something that's hard for me to enjoy things that are going on. But I think probably distraction is the biggest thing that would take away from that. Whether that be like a to-do list or, um, you know, something that's stressing me or bothering me or even, you know, stuff that's going on outside of my house. So, yes. And I think guilt. Sometimes I do. And in one word, my one word would be expectations. No. No, I don't have a hard time. What? Well, it's usually involving other people, so I just have such a good time being with other people and hearing what's going on in their world. Priority, I guess, prioritizing it. Um, I'd say that I probably do, and in one word, I'd probably say anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) No, that I, I don't have a hard time feeling connected to enjoyment because life is full of joy. So then I asked a question about connection and I asked what, if they could do one thing with one person, what would that be in order to, um, you know, sort of catch up in their year, but also to, to build that connection stronger in their lives. And a lot of the answers came down to, well, I won't spoil it, but a lot of them were very, very similar. And I found that profound in how we have been asked to separate ourselves from each other as a social species so here's here's the answer to that question i love playing games so i would uh i would probably just play a game with some of my favorite people i'd really like to go back to a concert (laughs) sit outside in the backyard with a fire going drinking some sodas and roasting some marshmallows probably just Hang out with one of my friends. Like, it doesn't really matter which friend. Just hang out with one of them. I would just love to just sit down and have a meaningful conversation. And that, to me, is just super fun. Making us and crafts. Um, that would be to, like, if anything, it would be to go explore something new. Go, you know, explore a new part of the city or a different town or a new trail? Uh, go to Thailand with Derek. Or really anywhere with Derek. Probably go on a bike ride. Probably go out to lunch and visit. Maybe do some window shopping. I guess play pickleball. I'd love to do that. Probably conversation. Have a conversation. Meaningful conversation. I'd say probably either either like a ski trip with like a good friend or like a trip like March Madness or some type of like huge sporting event or like the Super Bowl or something like that. Or just like, I don't know, I love just hanging out with my buds and just like watching sports and stuff. So travel. I feel like travel. I've realized how fun it is. I need any trip, even just like a weekend trip. So then I asked 
um, a question about confidence and I worded it a little bit strangely. Um, but I asked them to what brought them confidence and what they could tap into in order to feel the confidence to move forward in a way that, you know, they can feel like they can move and grow and learn and progress. And so many people talked about physically moving their bodies, giving them confidence. And then, the whole other faction of people talked about like the confidence that they have inside and they were very insightful. So this is one of my favorite sections. So here we are. I think maybe just my upbringing, my parents instilled confidence in me. Like I try not to compare myself or what I do with other people because we're all so individual. And if we try to compare too much, it makes us feel less than what we are instead of just acknowledging how good everyone is in their own aspects of their own life. Exercise is a huge one, um, and gratitude is another big one, and being outside. Spending time pondering what makes me happy and, and what, uh, what I want in life. Well, I decide on a project, and then I work on it until I have developed it. Thinking about like who I am by the essence of who I am, and, and, you know, sort of the individual worth, I think. If I can remember that, then I feel like I'm a lot more confident. I pray. So that's something I feel like I'm constantly working on. But I feel like affirmations and not setting such a high standard for myself. Working out is a huge thing for me. If I'm working out and feel like good about, like that I'm taking care of my body then I feel like I'm like more organized. Taking the time to plan, whether that's your week or your month or your year, um, gives you the vision that you can do hard things. And I think taking the time to plan and chart out your life is overlooked by a lot of people. I try not to put myself down. I try to consciously remind myself of my worth and that what I'm doing is enough try to do things for myself or more things for myself. Making a plan and working the plan makes me feel really confident. Uh, exercising uh, to keep myself in good shape and health. And then meditating has been a big thing for me this year. Um, a lot of the time I like give myself a little pep talk just in my head. Like, like, Basically, like, telling myself, like, giving myself confidence. I don't know. People just encourage me. The biggest thing with confidence for me is learning. So, like, either reading a lot or, um, you know, listening to other people's stories or asking more questions. When I was younger, I think I had confidence because I was afraid to admit I didn't understand something or I didn't know something, but confidence really has come with admitting, hey, I don't know how this works. Can you help me? And that helps you grow confidence in doing it because someone's willing to share their time and their energy and showing that to you. And I'm realizing now as I'm editing it, I think every single section so far has started with my, my younger brother, Andrew, and he always gives really great answers. He's, he's the thinker of the family. He thinks he does really profound things to say. Um, 
but I just love that. I love just talking about where people find their confidence and because I think as we share that and as we learn from each other, it really does help us as human beings dig deep and find our own. And the last question that I asked was if they would share a hope for 2021. And it wasn't even just, you know, condense it into one. I just wanted to know one of their hopes for 2021. And it's, it's really profound. And what I want to point out, you got to wait because Emma really begged to be in this interview and you can hear that generationally, I put her, her response next to my mother's response and they might just be the same kind of spirit animal. They just, they make me so happy, but, um, a hope for 2021 and, um, and here's, here's your snippets. Um, I hope in the new year for new beginnings and trust and adventure that COVID will go find some other planet to live on. How would you say we can hug again? A cure for COVID. I guess we already got something like that, but um, I just want life to go back to normal. There's less hate in the world. Just be able to enjoy day-to-day life instead of worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow. To be a better person. To be a better person? I think like more empathy in general, like for the world. I think there's times there's like a lack of empathy and I realized like how important that is to me. So I hope like in a grand scheme that there can be more empathy in the world and more love and like understanding. Um, And then for myself, I think just more patience. I would say do to make family um, more priority. That COVID will be crushed. I want to be more intentional about how I spend my time. Oh, <clears throat> that would get life back to normal, and um, just just enjoy life a little bit more. So we can travel again. I hope to perform a lot better in school. Um, my hope for the new year is to really work on my relationships with those around me and make them more substantial and meaningful. Where I stand in the world, I just hope for a little more peace. All right. So there you have it. And, uh, maybe you heard something that sounded like you or some of the thoughts that you have been thinking, maybe you didn't. So if you didn't, or even if you did feel free to write me about it, um, connect with me on social media at the art of play, um, podcast or, or go ahead and email me. The email for the podcast is podcast at theoliverfund.org. Write me, call me, email me, a voicemail, you know, a voice memo you can send over in any way you want. Um, but how do you see yourself in this next year? And um, again, those questions are, what brings you joy? Do you have a hard time with enjoyment? And tell me why, if you could spend time with one person, what would you do? What do you feel to do to feel more confident? And what do you hope for 2021? And so if you want to see yourself on a future podcast or anything like that, just just let me know. Um, 
But how you see yourself this next year, I hope you see yourself as a human who is capable of developing themselves in very profound ways. So until you, until next week, um, I hope you take time to play. In fact, I would encourage you to stop, drop, and play right now, even today. Um, but I'm going to send you out on one pop question that I asked just a few people, and and that was if they had plans to play in 2021. So here you go. We have a plan to go um, to the Dominican Republic, and we are also planning on going to Moab, and those are pure play trips. Yeah, playing soccer with uh, my neighbors, hopefully at least once a week. Of course. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Do I have plans to play? I hope so. Yes. Yes. Um, part of my hope that will crush COVID is we want to take our kids on a Disney cruise. And I've, I've always lived the mantra that you should work hard and you should play hard. 